Hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Bare Minimum Babe podcast. As always, my name is Amanda Cunningham, and I am the host, founder, and creator, editor, content producer, etc. of the show and the whole thing. So thanks again for listening. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about body issues and how you can help other women with these issues. And when I say body issues, this is not going to be like a rah-rah, like you're beautiful, stop worrying about it. It's like, you're going to worry about stuff regardless of what other people say. It's like a you thing and I'm not putting it on you. It's just kind of like, it's just a corrective thing that you have to realize there's nothing actually wrong. And I still have work on this for myself as well. So I'm not on my high horse here, but essentially what I'm saying in this episode is how you can help other women with their own insecurities and it is outside validation and support, but I think that's completely necessary. Um, and I'm not going to feel bad about that, that sometimes we need a little outside validation. So without further ado, let's start today's episode. So I've given my background a little bit before, but for context, I work in a cover band and we do wedding gigs and festivals and stuff like that. So this past weekend I was singing at a wedding and this absolutely beautiful girl was dancing in front of us, like in front of the, the band, um, in front of the dance floor. And she was kind of like dancing like in a subdued kind of casual low key kind of way with her boyfriend. Like she wasn't completely letting loose for sure, but she, I appreciated that she was dancing because it's awkward to not have anybody dancing. So like, just if you want to be nice to the people like who are playing and stuff like that, it'd be real cool if you like dance for a song or two. So they're not up, up there by themselves alone, but that's a side point. Um, but anyways, I could tell that she was having like a decent enough time as we were playing. Like she was dancing at the wedding. Everyone's happy, right? So anyways, uh, I was kind of looking at this girl and thinking and the secondary thought I was having, obviously I was first being like, all right, move around the stage and like sing the song. Right. But then the secondary thought I was thinking was, oh my God, she's so freaking pretty. Like, and I kept thinking about that again and again and again. And it was like, it was in a nice way, right? Like I talked in a previous episode about like how, when I think something negative or like jealous, I, I say that to somebody, I, I say the thing that I'm thinking to somebody to stop my negative thought from cycling. This wasn't that. It was literally just like, wow, she's so pretty. And like, I was like, I guess in all of her, I don't know if that's stupid to say. I was like in all of her face, her face was just so pretty. Um, and like, I was like, you know what? This was like a full song. This was like a three full three minutes. At least I was, I kept having these repeat cycles and I kept going back to her, like making eye contact because like, as you're like singing, you kind of make, you have to kind of make eye contact with people to like engage kind of thing. And so I kept going back to her and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to weirdly tell her this. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to tell her, but I want to do it now because I'm afraid I don't, I don't feel like hunting her down after we're done. Cause I'm going to be up here singing for another solid hour. So I'm like, I need to do something now so I can let her know. Um, so I decided I'm like, okay, I'm going to weirdly mouth to this to her across like the area. Cause she was like pretty close. She was within like seven feet. I was like, I'm going to weirdly mouth this to her in between lyrics. And when I have like the second to, to breathe. Um, so I mouth, you're so pretty. And she's like squinting and like, huh? And I repeat it. I, you're so pretty. And obviously this is silent because I have a mic. You're so pretty. Um, and I nod at her and I'm like, yes, you, you're so pretty. And she smiles like really big and she turns to her boyfriend. I assume to like tell him that this girl's being really weird and kind of like hitting on her, which I am, but not, you know, I'm just like trying to be nice and say the nice things I'm thinking or whatever. Right. But, um, so fast forward, a I don't know, hour and a half for when we're done and packing up and stuff like that. So I'm just backing up my mic and blah, blah, blah. And she comes up to me with a big smile on her face and she says, 
And I, I stopped what I'm doing because I wanted to like be like, yeah, I'm not weird. I just wanted to let you know. So, but she says, thank you so much for saying that earlier. Like she made direct eye contact with me and made sure I was like listening. It wasn't just a casual, like a lot of people come up to us after and be like, oh my God, that's so good. Like she was actually like, no, making sure she had my attention. She was like, Thank you so much for saying that earlier. Honestly, I've been struggling a lot with body issues and this week, especially I didn't know what to wear and I felt super not sure of this dress and how I look because it's more form fitting and thank you. That really made my week. And she looked so genuinely happy and thankful. Like literally as I'm saying this, I feel like a little choked up, which is kind of lame. I don't know if that's like really cheesy, but like it made me feel so good. And like, again, same thing I talked about in the a previous episode is that like, I was, I was literally in awe of how gorgeous I thought she was. And she's telling me the exact opposite of what I was saying. And I felt so compelled to tell her in like a weird moment. And she says this to me and it's so vulnerable too. And I like just the vulnerability of her saying that and like it, it must've meant something to her to, to tell me that, you know what I mean? Um, and so we chatted for a little bit. We exchanged numbers actually. She seems really nice. Um, and I told her, you know, I was like, I'm sorry if it was a little weird. I just thought you were just so pretty. And honestly, you could be like a plus size model. And I say plus size because she was on the thicker side. And I don't mean that in, again, society standards are nonsense, but like her face was stunning. And I thought she looked great in her dress. Like regardless, like it's not even like a regardless. She looked great. Like she just looked great. I thought she was gorgeous enough to weirdly mouth you're so pretty as I'm doing my job so we had this like probably like 10 minute at least conversation that I wasn't helping pack up and I was just talking to her because she was really nice and she was really easy to talk to and I just I don't know she was really nice and I just felt like I just felt connected with her because she was willing to share that and I was willing to be weird and vulnerable and then she shared this such vulnerable thing honestly it's super vulnerable to share that with somebody and also admit that to yourself and then tell somebody you have no idea who she like you don't know she doesn't know me that's so vulnerable of her um and of course I told her like you look fantastic in this dress like I know you don't feel great about it but like you look great and I, I told her I actually didn't feel great in the dress that I was wearing because I hadn't worn it since uh pre-covid so right now I'm recording this it's 2022 I bought this dress and wore it for another wedding it's like a it's like a cheap amazon like evening gown black like uh kind of form-fitting mermaid dress or whatever I hadn't worn it since like 2019 and it, I wouldn't call myself thicker, but I hadn't been lifting. Like I've been lifting, like, like I talked about, I've been to like powerlifting or whatever with my husband, like the past year now. And my body has completely changed shape for the better, for the most part, but my breasts have gotten smaller, at least like a size. And which was a whole crisis for me, which I might do an episode about later. And I'm not really sure what the point of it is other than like how fragile our like sense of self is. But anyways, like I've shrunk uh, like bra sizes and my waist is smaller and these kind of like other things. So long story short, my dress doesn't fit as it did before. So it fit better before based on my body shape before. And I felt kind of silly that it didn't fit well anymore. And I was actually thinking like on a loop, like, oh my God, this is so annoying. I'm going to need to alter this when I get home. And I wasn't feeling confident either. And funny enough, her friend then came up at some point I mean, she overheard us talking about this and she was like, yeah, I don't feel great in my dress either. And the original girl that I was like telling she's so pretty, let's call her, I don't know, Sarah. And she said to her friend, she was like, yeah, but you're so skinny. You look great. You look great in anything. I would love to look like that in that dress. And then pointing to me and her friend and let's call her friend, Natalie, her friend, Natalie was like, yes, but I have like no TITSs and I look like a 12 year old boy. You want to look like a 12 year old boy? 
And she was like saying it in jest, but like, you obviously know that she meant these things. Right. And I did notice that she was much smaller and I didn't like think anything negatively. We all had different sizes. I didn't make a comment in my mind. It was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I noticed this, but it didn't care. Right. So we all see these things, but it doesn't matter. But I literally remember like overhearing another guy say how good she looked in her dress and how hot she looked. And she didn't know this person. I overheard this conversation. And so the girl that was talking about looking like a 12 year old boy, I overheard another dude talking about how good she looked in her dress and how hot she was. Mind you, I thought these comments were inappropriate, but in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) she literally feels like trash about her body and men are feeling the exact opposite. And I felt the opposite. I didn't think that at all about her when I saw that. Like I noticed that she had smaller breasts, but I didn't, it didn't matter. Don't care. I just noticed it because the dress was like low cutting. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then it was just a weird feeling. The same thing I talked about in the previous episode and she's comparing herself to other girls. And so was the initial girl that I was telling she was so beautiful. And so was I. But like funny enough also that I saw the previous girl that I thought was so pretty. Um, Sarah, I saw her in the food line near me and I thought like, damn, she's so pretty. I bet she knows it too. Again, not in a negative way. Just like, God, she must know that she's pretty. She goes, her face is just like freaking like classical beauty, right? No malice at all, but just, you know, based on cues. But so like when I talked to her, she's saying she felt terrible about this week and it, it was just insane to me. And it wasn't insane in the sense of like, how could she think these things? It was just like, it is so crazy sometimes how you think one thing and another person feels the exact opposite. And so in that conversation, I told them like, I don't think anyone here actually feels 100% confident and comfortable in what they're wearing and what it might be highlighting because this is not our usual wear and we're all feeling kind of vulnerable because it's different wear and then it tends to be a little more form-fitting and it's a little more colorful, like bolder. But like, F that, you both, both look great. And anyways, the long story short is I found it kind of sad slash interesting slash funny that this whole exchange, how you can think one thing about a person And they think a completely different thing about themselves and you and others. And basically what I'm saying is also because I decided to be a weirdo and mouth something nice to her, it made her happy. And, you know, mind you, this was outside validation, of course. Uh, But sometimes I do think that we need to kind of reassure ourselves that, you know, we're not crazy. Like we're not just in our head thinking certain things. And it's nice to kind of have someone on the outside say like, something nice, you know, to kind of keep us in check to be like, no, you know, your the, what your head is, which in your head is crazy. So, and the fact that it came from me saying this came from someone that she herself thought something similar about was kind of extra points because if I'm saying it and she thought the same thing about me, well, then it must be a little true, right? Because why else would this random woman say it? She has no ulterior ulterior motives to say these things. And I say this because I think it's important for woman to woman to hype each other up because, you know, in standard cases, unlike a man with sexual intentions, I have no other motive other than to tell her what I was thinking in the hopes that she took it in the way that I meant it, which is a compliment. So when a girl says something nice to another female, it comes across much, much stronger and more authentic than it would a guy saying it, even if we're saying the exact same thing, the exact same way. And honestly, I hit my friends up this way, but like, damn girl, you look nice today. It means so much more. And it's obviously less creepy when I do it than imagining a guy saying it that way. That would be kind of weird, I guess. But like saying it that way from a guy, it wouldn't have the same impact. It would just be kind of weird. But Yes. And again, it was a physical appearance compliment, but I don't feel vain or shallow to say it because again, like how she was saying she was having a rough week with that. 
And because I think we're all kind of vain in a little way, right? Like we all want to look and feel good. I don't think that's wrong. I don't know if it's necessarily even vain to say it's kind of called self-care and there's like an extent, right? To it. Like you're not like trying to drown like narcissists in the lake because you're like staring at yourself the entire time, but you want to take care of yourself and you want to feel good. And so I might've helped her with that like 1%. And even if I, it was just like a 1% for like five seconds and then it went back to like zero, it still made me feel nice. You know what I mean? And of course it made her feel nice. So it's a win, 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 win. So I heard in a podcast a while ago and I don't remember which one. So sorry for no reference. Uh, But the guy that was a guest on this podcast, he said that he realized that he never really gave compliments to people. He only ever really gave them either neutral or negative feedback for the point of improvement. He never said good job on X, Y, and Z. I really love how you did ABC. It was always just like, yeah, this was good, but you could have done a little bit more here. It was never like mean, but it was never like the nice things. And so he would say these things all the time. And he would say the more negative or neutral feedback than he would the positive stuff. But he realized he said positive stuff in his mind all the time. And it was actually more than he thought the negative stuff. But he just never said it because it felt weird. Like, why would you just randomly say it? Um, And so when he decided to start verbalizing these thoughts, he instantly started to improve his outlook and on his life in general and just how he viewed people just in general. And I heard this, I I don't know how long ago it was, but I heard that a while ago and I completely related because same, like literally the entire time he's talking, I'm like, same, especially with my daughter. I didn't like, I don't say mean things to her. I don't think, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in therapy in like 10 years, but I didn't say all the nice things I thought or noticed about her, like how kind she was, how she was like, how she's really great at making other kids feel welcome. How I love when she gives me hugs. I only really say things like, Hey, you missed that corner. Can you resweep that again? Or like, Hey, don't forget your water bottle for practice. You tend to wait to the last minute and it'd be cool if you were proactive and you kind of packed it ahead of time. Um, so all I ever kind of do was kind of be in teaching or correcting mode, which is fine because I'm a parent, right? And my job is to like prepare her for the outside world, but that didn't like endear a love towards me, you know, like obviously she loves me theoretically, <laughs> but it just meant that she did the minimum not to be corrected. Like if you've ever seen Office Space, um, it's a great movie. It's like from the nineties, but if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but in office space, there's this character named Peter and he's talking about his job. And he's like, I think he's in like a therapy session or talking to a friend. But anyways, he's talking about how at his office job that he hates, he literally just does the bare minimum to not get fired. Like he just works hard enough to be left alone. So it's literally bare minimum and he's not doing that great a job, but he's just doing it enough that he won't get fired. And so office base references aside, it's a great movie, by the way, I highly recommend watching. Um, I started verbalizing the nice things that I think in my head to others, even if it feels weird to randomly say it. And I do that to my daughter now too. And I do it to my husband and he started noticing and funny. He also, I told it to my husband too. And he kind of was like, huh, you know, that's actually pretty true. I'm going to start doing that too. You're right. I only say the negative or neutral feedback, but not the positive stuff, I think. And I don't know if he's been doing it or not, but when I said it in the car, I remember like saying it to him and him being like, huh, like he actually took a second to pause and listen to what I said. Cause I let to listen to a lot of podcasts and he was like, oh, what are we an expert on today? And I'm like, shut up. I heard this and I thought it was clever. So I'm going to share it with you. Um, but yeah, so like, for example, the girl that I told was pretty who was having a rough week, she might have, you know, passed that on to something somebody else and randomly said something to somebody else that she may or may not have known just to kind of let them know the good things she thought, because I was explaining that to her why I was doing it. Like, hey, sorry if that was a little weird. This is the thing that I'm doing. And so and honestly, this has just been a really 
I don't know, a game changer for me and opened my eyes to, again, cliche and kind of lame, but like it's opened me, I feel like to so many new doors and relationships because it gets you talking to other people and it like starts out in an honest place because you're already kind of being weird and honest and vulnerable. And so then they feel probably freedom to be like, say something too that feels more vulnerable other than like the, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, great, fine. You know? And I don't think it's silly to say simply because you're afraid of looking weird or stupid. I also like... I feel like a, a key to this, and I don't know if this is like, I'm, I'm not like a expert on this, but what I usually do, like when she came up to me, for example, I like preface it with like, Hey, not to be weird, but, or, Hey, I don't know if this is kind of weird, but just kind of like recognize that this is kind of weird. And you're kind of like, you know, the social codes, but you're just choosing to make an exception to say this thing to them. That way they like Oh, she's not a weirdo. She's like acknowledging that this is kind of weird and off and she's still saying it anyways. Therefore, I'm going to perk up real quick because I know she's not crazy. So anyways, back to the girl that I kind of low key hit on Sarah. We exchanged numbers because we did chat so easily and I gave her kind of a quick gist of all I said here, not the entire like whatever this podcast length is going to be. Um, but I don't know, like we're not going to be, who knows if we'll become like best friends or like literally nothing comes of it. It doesn't matter because I had no expectation. I had no expectation of her. And I think that's also kind of the key too, is you're just doing it to do it. Like, you know, charity theoretically, like, yeah, like they incentivize you with like, get a free mug if you donate this much. But like theoretically in your heart, the best way to do it is like, if you're doing it because you want to, and you want to like be true to you kind of thing. I don't know how exactly how to phrase it in a way that's like not cheesy, like a, a Hallmark movie, but like. So it's true to you. So the only reason I said it was to get this nice thing out of my head and let her know that I was thinking this nice thing to make her feel better for like a second, even if it didn't make her feel anything. I wanted to share that I was thinking something nice for her. So like I wasn't trying to make a new friend. I wasn't trying to do anything other than just to let her know this thing that I thought about her. And I like obviously made her happier. And that made me feel good about myself too, because I made somebody else feel nice for literally whatever reason. So in like the big picture thing, it made me feel like I could do something good in the world, even if it's like not a huge world changing thing. It's just kind of like, I'm not a bad force in the world, just polluting it with negativity and like, I don't know, plastic and stuff like that. So I hope this episode was helpful for you in some way. And as always, if you found it helpful or learned literally anything or it made you think like, oh, that's interesting, Amanda, I might try that. Maybe you could be an expert now because like my husband says, like, oh, but we expert in today. You can be an expert on like hyping other ladies up and hollering at them and be like, hey, girl, you're pretty, making them smile and stuff like that. So you can be an expert on that today. So jokes aside. Uh, I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, please share it with a friend or somebody you think you could use or like, I don't know, a girl at a wedding that you also are like hyping up. I'm going to shut up right there. I appreciate the shares and any love. As always, my name is Amanda Cunningham and any feedback, questions, thoughts, or whatever feelings you may have, I am always open to having a conversation. So you can email me at bareminimumbabe at gmail.com. I also, we also have an Instagram and by we, I mean me and my cats right now, they are my co-hosts and you can follow us on Bare Minimum Babe on Instagram. And I also have show notes and stuff like that. Um, I turn it, I kind of turn these episodes into basically like a blog, like where I clean up most of my rambling and the jokes and stuff like that. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I keep some of the jokes because I think I'm funny. But anyways, all this stuff that I mentioned in the podcast is I also put on the website as well. And that links also in the show notes. All this stuff is in the show notes as well. So if you just click on the show notes, you'll see all this stuff and kind of like the stuff I was referencing, there'll be links in there as well. So I will end it with a quick little... <sighs> 
breathe. And whatever you're doing while you're listening to this episode, whether you're walking, cleaning your kitchen, getting dressed, driving, whatever, I hope you're having a great day and you know that you're awesome and just think maybe your challenge today is how can you make someone smile? So I'll leave you with that and uh, bye. Bye.